Hey everyone and welcome to Woe or No. It's our second episode. Hey guys, this is Chad. Hey, and this is VP. And today is uh, very exciting, but first, again, we have to introduce ourselves again for the general public because you might not know who we are. Uh, I'm Chad. I'm a freelance host, an events host. I'm a voice actor. I'm also a dubber for uh, TV and for radio. And I also used to be in uh, radio. I used to work for a radio station. And now I do this for podcasting. How about you? Yeah, and uh, I'm VP. I'm an events creative. And some of you might know me from the other podcast that's called Jastrology the Podcast over at the that different show. But here, this is what we know where we do quick reviews on anything that's new, anything that's trending, basically anything that we want to consume. That is right? correct. <laughs> and today we are reviewing the newest album that dropped like did it drop like last week was it last last week, week i think yeah last week so yep. it's pretty much it, it's pretty fresh so it's uh, good enough to review and we're talking about taylor swift's new album folklore all right so let's do this all right let's get started Never, no, 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 album pp um what do they need to know yeah <laughs> well, album na ni taylor swift to. i think this is like the eight is it wait let me count so there's folklore there's lover reputation and then there's 1989 and then there's red there's speak now so that's the sixth and then fearless so that's seven did she have one more oh she had taylor swift so yeah, this is the eighth album from Taylor Swift. It's a it's a secret drop. It's just she surprised everyone. She was like, "I'm releasing a new album in a few days." There you go. That's it. No promos, no clues, whatever. <laughs> so it's safe to it's safe to assume that I am talking to a Swifty. Are With you your a, what? I, I I think I'm talking to a a fan here, a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not like a big, big Taylor Swift fan. It's just I like her music. Let's just say that. Were you on Google <laughs> when you on Google when you tried to remember all the albums, or you just know them? No, it's it's like from memory. I just backtracked, <laughs> and then I realized, oh, I you know a, every album. <laughs> so you are a fan. I'm not a fan. You know, I I'm one of those kids who grew up in the '90s where MTV had all the information about the music video. Yeah, like yeah, ev- yeah. Even the director. So I was that kid who memorized everything. Okay, so like okay. So albums you, albums kind of matter to me. So you're not a fan? I wouldn't say I'm a fan. It's not like I follow her on Instagram or anything. <laughs> it's just, I like her music. That's it. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. It's not, it's not a shame to be a fan, okay? It's just I, I don't want to claim it because I don't have enough Taylor knowledge right, to call right, myself right. a fan. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, 
Yeah, so the album dropped and Taylor surprised fans worldwide because it has been not even a year since her last album dropped, right? Yeah. So I think it's yeah. been I think it's eight months palang from the last album. Th- yeah, it's kind of it kind it's kind of fresh. Like Lover was just out recently. Yeah, I think like, uh, I- last kela ba last year ba yun? I think so. Wait, let me open up Spotify. Yeah, I think I think it was last year. I think it was last year, and uh, yeah. So uh, I think she would, um, I think she would release an album like every two years or so. I think that's uh, how she usually did it. But now, yeah, like two or three. Yeah, but now, so she came up with the folklore. Nobody knew about it. There were no prom- promos. I think the only thing that she did was like post photos on Instagram like like black and white photos and all yeah. the captions were like uh in lowercase. Yeah, nobody knew nobody would even expect. Like a lot of artists dropped big albums this year. I think it's 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 really the the quarantine that's doing this to <laughs> to pop music. Well, okay. Um let me let me like talk about it in a general sense. Yeah. Like we, we sh- are we gonna go like track by track? Do you have plans on doing that? <laughs> Because I didn't study it track by track. <laughs> yeah, just but in you, a but general. But you listened to the whole thing. No, oh, I did, I did, I I listened to it like twice. But let's talk mm-hmm. about it in a general album feel sense, and uh-huh. let's talk about the gems that we liked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So go sure. ahead. So like the the album in general, it it's a big leap. I'd say I'd say like coming from Lover, and coming from like Reputation, it's a it's a big leap sound wise. It's not something I expect her to go to. Right, right, like, right. So like ever since 1989, I felt like she was gonna go mainstream pop, like mm-hmm. radio pop. Yeah, yeah. And then this happened. It's like oh she's doing. She's doing folk pop. Yeah. Do we call it folk pop? Is it folk pop? <laughs> you know, it, Some... it, it's more of it's it's more of it, it's re- it really is folksy. I think it's sort of like folk country because I can yeah. hear I can still hear some bits and pieces of her uh, countryness in in folklore, mm-hmm. but it's more yeah, of so that. I... It's like a folk folk country. Yeah. So I I wouldn't really call it like a a back to basics kind of thing. Like this is not the old country Taylor Swift that we used to know. Right, right, Or, right, right. So like I, I was surprised the first time I, I listened to the album. I was really surprised, and I was like, "Oh, this could be like her best album yet." Yeah. But, but that was like first impression. Like right. uh, after a few days, after a few listens, it's like I, I did feel the change. Like I did feel like she matured uh, in terms of writing writing right. the songs right but then there's there's still something a bit juvenile about it you know what i mean right like it it sounds it still sounds a little bit too starry-eyed to be to be real so let me tell you this is the third time that i listened to it so the first two i just mm-hmm. you know kept it in the background while i was doing stuff in my room while I was cleaning or whatever. So I just kept it in the background, right? So, mm-hmm. and we all know that the past few days here in Manila, it has been raining. Yeah. And it's we did, super hard. 
remember when we reviewed uh, our first episode, it was raining. So mm-hmm. that was the time folklore dropped. And it was so funny, like maybe Taylor knew that it was uh, rainy season was happening in Manila <laughs> because it was perfect for the rainy season. That's what people told me. But uh, anyway, you know how albums are because they're, they're okay. Once again, I I'm going to say I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Uh, but I don't hate her. You know what I mean? Like, she's just there. She's just one of those pop singers to me. Mm-hmm. And I know she's big. I know she's a big deal. I know she writes really well because that's mm-hmm. what my songwriter friends tell me. And mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, this is the only album that I really sat down and like and listened to it thoroughly. And you know mm-hmm. how songs are like, because Filipinos, as uh, like culturally, we are a very uh, metal- melodically driven uh, people. So we oftentimes we like the melody first before we actually know the lyrics. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I, yeah. So we all need a catchy melody first for us to get mm-hmm. hooked to the song. But with this um, with this album, I never really opened up and search for the lyrics of any of her songs. But mm-hmm. with this album, with Folklore, I understood what people have been telling me, my, my, musician, my, my musician friends. I understand what they've been telling me, that she knows her craft really well. The only thing that yeah. I can't uh, dig, that I can't uh, get on board with, for some reason, her voice is still... Because people, my friends have been telling me, you know what, you should listen to folklore because it's sort of like it has Adele feels to it. Like it's that mature. And yeah. I took, and then I took a listen to it. I'm like, for some reason I can't take her seriously because of her voice. She has yeah, a very, I guess... yeah, her voice is juvenile. That's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's what made me say that it sounds a bit juvenile. Or like yeah. You know story-eyed. how, I, I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I'm sorry for the fans out there, but I feel the same way about Selena Gomez. Like, uh-huh, um, yeah. I always see her as a kid. So Because she sounds I, like a kid. No, no, no. Like, when I, when I hear her songs, especially that song, I remember when I was in radio, she had a song um, called um, Good For You. You know that song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a very sultry, sexy, breathy voice, right? Yeah. But yeah, and and the and hands to myself. That was another one. And hands to myself, exactly. So so, um, thinking about her, the vision that I have of Selena is still the Selena, like the kid Selena. So when mm. I hear hands to myself, I can't put the put two together because I feel like. No, no, no! You're the kid. It's too weird. It's too weird. So, same thing with you know what? Same thing with Taylor. I think we could agree on that. She has a very juvenile sound, and and not just that. I made a note here. She has a song. Okay, let me pick out that song. Um, aside from her juvenile vocals, she has. I think her style of singing is uh-huh. also juvenile. Like, she picks her melodies. Like, it's very juvenile. Like, uh, for example, the song August. The song August. Okay. Yeah. So there's a part there 
she has she has small nuances with her voice, and she does like, uh, and uh, I don't know. I I really can't even I I can't even uh, imitate <laughs> her. But it's just I think it's her trademark. I think it's her trademark yeah. when she does that. So uh, especially August. August is because I searched through all the tracks, and August has the most Taylor stamp on it. Yeah, but I I, I personally like August was one of the the songs that kind of. Stood out for me. Mm, okay, okay, I don't know. okay. It, it was it it was written so well. The melody was perfect. Uh, well, maybe think, because maybe because it felt like the old Taylor. Yeah, probably like that. Yeah. that is a that is a correct point. I mean, that's valid, and I mean, it's not it's not a judgment on her voice. She sounds amazing, like whatever she does, but. It, I guess it kind of sounds a little bit too young for yeah, yeah. this kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she could... I, th- I don't think her voice can successfully pull off like super heart-wrenching tracks just like Adele does. I don't think mm-hmm. she could. Because it, it's a totally different uh, playground, Adele and, and, and Taylor. Because mm. Adele, si Adele, her voice alone is sad. <laughs> yeah, without yeah, like, any instruments, and it it kind of sounds it sounds mature. It sounds experienced. It's like you kind of can feel the the authenticity of right. how she sings things, right? But then right. I, I I think what made folklore still a good album for me. Um, I mean, I'm not calling it a woe yet, not just yet, but. <laughs> I mean, it's good enough, and and the reason why it's good for me is that it was a bold step for her yeah, to yeah. to to jump into a sound that's so different from what she's you know she's done before. Right, right. And I gotta say, you know what? I gotta say, writing a full album during quarantine, yeah, is like the best use of the lockdown. <laughs> that is like the best use. <laughs> ever like let's make music and let's make money it went yeah. straight to it, it went straight to number one on the billboard charts and she didn't even and, promote it mm, and well i don't want to call her like an opportunist <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i mean i could be facing a libel case no i'm kidding but um it is a it is like a good move to you know be creative in a, in a time like this yeah, either either she's home. a either she's an opportunist uh, opportunist or or she wants everybody to 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 have something nice to listen to during during quarantine. Maybe yeah, that's yeah, it. that's you know what I that's mean? what I thought. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It is nice for these artists to kind of like really you know still continue being creative and right, make right. something that kind of helps people cope with. Everything that's happening. I mean, Taylor's not the only one who who released an an album under yeah. quarantine. Yeah, yeah. But this is the most creative album written during quarantine because we're not mm-hmm. even talking about. I'm I'm not even talking about just the writing because what I, what impressed me about Taylor, given that I only sat down and listened to it and read the lyrics today, mm-hmm. what impressed me is how she draws inspiration from anything 
mm-hmm. from anything from her career to her relationships to her friends to her mom and to even okay i read uh this thing about track number three track number three, three. it's called the last great the last... american dynasty yeah that one okay so apparently it's about rebecca and bill harkness a midwestern middle-class divor- divorcee and the heir to the standard oil fortune who caused a scandal with their marriage about 70 years ago. So you would ask, yep. like, so you would ask, why would Taylor write about this couple, right? Mm. You know why? Oh, okay. Why? Why? She's living in their mansion. She bought the house. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's why. So She bought she... the house, but, but, you know, to draw inspiration from that, like, I, I, would, I wouldn't even think of doing that. Like yeah, like there's a story there. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, and it's it's amazing how you know she she thought of that or had that idea in the first place. Like it's a story. Like okay, if we're if we're going like um, if we're doing special mentions on track now, sure. Um, track number three, uh, the last great American dynasty. That to me felt like a real story right right well right like like when you listen to it you can actually like see this visual of what she's trying to say or I think what that's she's saying that's very tailor like you know she writes that way it's there's very vivid imagery in his mm-hmm. in in her songwriting and mm-hmm. i think all her lyrics i mean the only thing i didn't like about Taylor before, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she she loves to like you know draw inspiration from her own experiences, right? Her exes, and um, you know other things that happened to her, like how people, um, you know, gossip and rumors about 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 her, everything, how the press treats her. Uh, her lyrics are all stories. That's what I love about her. So she mm-hmm. she's a really good. Uh, she's a really good storyteller. So this one with, with track number three, it's a perfect example of how she she writes because it is like she is telling a story about the couple. She doesn't even yeah. know this couple, right? Yeah. So yeah, so very impressive, very impressive. So what else did you like? Um. Okay, so we're let's do like top three. Is that okay? <laughs> Your top, wait, how many do I have? Stellar tracks. I don't. I don't think I'll. I'll get up to three. <laughs> really? No. There, there yeah, are yeah, like yeah. sixteen songs, and I. Okay. Um. One final note about the album, like in general. Yeah. Um, listening to it, uh, from track one until the end, it is a little bit too long, and. You know the this the space of the genre that she's working with is a little bit too small for me. I mean, folk music is like it's it's varied and so it's so vast, okay. like music in general. But um, I, I the the space she's playing at it's it's a little bit too small. So there is a tendency when it's like your third, your fourth listen to the album. There is a tendency that it just all sounds the same. 
the same. Okay, well, well, I have to ag- agree with you on that because most of it's not okay. So the whole album is, uh, it has sixteen cuts. Okay, so sixteen songs in the whole album, and apparently when you order the physical copy, there's a seventeenth track. <laughs> okay, so there's Sweet. a yeah, so there's okay. a seventeenth track, and it's not like each track is like. Mm-hmm. Almost five minutes. A yeah. lot of it, actually. Epiphany. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I under I understand the whole ear fatigue when it. Mm-hmm. Get that because maybe I got that when I just left it in the background. Yeah. I really had to like mm-hmm. listen to the whole thing, so I didn't. I didn't feel that way about it. Yeah, that's like it's like the the opposite for me, because like my first few run throughs with the album, I was listening intently, like really trying to to digest everything. But yeah. then whenever I just leave it on, it just kind of sounds, you know, flat. But it's still, still, it's it's still a good album. Okay, so anyway, like going back to my top three. <laughs> My my top three would be uh, number three would be August. Uh, I think we talked about that earlier. And um, I don't know. It just it sounds it sounds a little bit more like her, but also like in terms of storytelling and the lyrics, it was a step forward. And then the other one that I liked was uh, Illicit Affairs. That's mm-hmm. uh, track number ten. What yeah, I yeah. liked about it is it just it 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 was one of those songs that kind of felt like a more mature story. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not like an it's it's not another Taylor Swift song that talks about her boyfriend who cheated on her. It's not it's not like that. Right. I mean it, this one was deeper. And then right. I I guess the the best track for me or maybe because I, I have a little bit of a bias with uh with Justin Vernon and how he sounds yeah. and like the rest of Bon Iver but Exile mm-hmm. would be like my top track that's like the biggest woe for me in that album <laughs> Exile okay well apart from I failed to mention that I love the instrumentations and the arrangements of the whole album I love mm-hmm. that like the whole general feel of it it was it was it was fine like I felt like you could play this whole album while like you're driving out of town, like going mm-hmm. to to the beach with the if you drive if you drive a convertible, it's gonna be perfect mm-hmm. for that. But <laughs> yeah, so that's what uh, the album is in a nutshell. But so since you have a top three, I only have two. Okay. I only have two. So one is um, actually my my two is part of your three. Okay. So which one? Yes. So illicit affairs, I love illicit uh-huh. affairs. I love illicit affairs because um, a lot of songwriters, a lot of uh, artists have written about affairs and infidelity countless times mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. So, but since I had to, you know how a song, you know how a song. 
um, you're impressed more by a, by a song when you read the lyrics. Yeah. That's what happened to me with Illicit. With, with uh, okay. Illicit Affairs. So there are lines here that I'm like, oh, that is so good. Like, okay, from the from the first uh, verse, there's a line here that says, um, um, what started in beautiful rooms. Mm-hmm. Rooms, not, okay. Tell yourself you can always stop. What started in beautiful rooms You could, uh-huh. like, literally, ima- this reminds me of a song. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh, oh. Entitled, um, Sometime Somewhere. So, Sometime My Somewhere. Old okay. song. Back in the 80s. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I'm familiar. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure you're not. I'm sure you're not. Uh, Maestro Ryan K. Biab. So it talks mm-hmm. about it talks about forbidden love. Fidelity, mm-hmm. but just forbidden love. So uh, it talks about like you know loving. Mm-hmm. So that's what it talks about. So that that's what the song is all about. So uh, it reminded me of that. Lyrics to this song just just struck me, not because, not because I've. Mm-hmm. It's just what you would imagine for someone to be in this situation. Okay. It says leave the perfume on the shelf that you picked out just for him, so you leave mm-hmm. no trace. Ganda, as in, parang, wow. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even think of that. So, that's your top. That's my top, top two. And yeah, my, can... my top track is also. Okay. The duet. It's Exile. Yeah. It's Exile. Uh, I'm not familiar with a guy with Bond. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, they're I'm not... they're a band. <laughs> oh, they're a band. What's the what's the name of the band? Uh, yeah, Bonnie Vare is a band. Oh, okay, so that's a band. Like, okay, yeah, like Justin Vernon is the guy who sings. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So there. So I'm not familiar with them, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So Exile is part of. Uh, Exile would probably might be the best track for me here, because when you. It's so painful. The lyrics are so painful. I know. Like it's when the, so when the chorus painful. drops and says like, "I've seen this film before," and I didn't like the ending. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> so painful. It's so painful. Lalo na yung there's a part there that says, um, "Wait, let me, let me look for it." Uh, there's a part there that says, um, Which "Yeah, one? you know." Which one? <laughs> Dami, like you were <laughs> before some leaving out uh-huh. outside out the side door. So step right out. There's no 
Yeah. Actually, wow. that's like, that's my favorite part, the bridge. Especially the part, yung, the part with yung nag, may sagutan. They were like... May imagine mo yung couple na, na ano talaga, they keep denying. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. they're they're passing the blame onto each other. Like no, onto this is your fault. Other. It's really <laughs> yeah. You never gave yeah, me a warning sign. I gave so many signs. So many signs. Like damn. <laughs> I think everybody who went through a breakup could relate to the song. Yeah. Yeah, regardless if it was like a a short-lived relationship or a really drawn out full-blown engagement. Right. So anyone exactly. who's ever broken up with somebody, I guess could kind of feel how right. you're supposed to feel. <laughs> yeah, so there, but there are some tracks that are kind of like runners up in a way, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, most of them are very Taylor. That's all I could say. Yeah. It's a it, it's all very Taylor. There are also some tracks that the music industry calls uh, album fillers. So you could mm-hmm. you can hear from you could hear from the song that it's never going to be a single. It's never going to be released, but it kind of sounds the same. So let's throw that in <laughs> in the mm, mix. Yeah. So, so like yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so there. So what's your verdict? Like, is it a woe or a no? Or on the woe or no scale? <laughs> what's your what's your score? Well, based on those, oh, oh, we are talking about the whole album, not just some tracks. Yeah, not just like <laughs> some tracks. Um, you know what? It's not a. It's a. It's it's. I think it's right in the middle. Like mm-hmm. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. like. Uh, what is our what what is our fifty fifty? Uh, rule again, like uh, an uh, no. Uh, it's a kind of kind of woe, kind of woe, yeah. kind of no. Yeah, it's like it's right in the middle. It's like I'm not gonna listen to it again. But if I listen to it, if I go to a party, if I let's say ride in your car, VP, and then you have folklore <laughs> on, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind. Okay, it. so yeah. it's it's not a woe, but it's not a no either. No, no, no. It's right in the middle. It's right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Because now okay. I appreciate it more. But if I didn't read, read the lyrics, if I didn't, you know, dissect these yeah. uh, these songs, I would, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I would mind it. Like, yeah, is that Taylor? Mm. Yeah, yeah. But now I wouldn't mind okay. it. So yeah, so I'm right in the middle. How about you? Um, I I'd say like uh, on a scale of one to ten. I'd give it like uh, seven woes and then three no's. <laughs> <laughs> We're not and doing I'm... a scale. <laughs> We're not doing no, a scale. I... I know. <laughs> We're not doing a scale. Okay. Um. It's a. It's a. It's a good woe. Okay. I'd so, say that. So okay. So based on your scale, it's like a seven point five woe. Yeah. Or like a, oh. a seven. A solid a seven, seven. Seven woe. Okay, seven. Yeah. Okay. Seven woes seven. and three no's. It's like, um, it's a good enough woe. Like on, on the first listen, 
I think I said this earlier on the first listen I was like this could be her best album yet but yeah. then like after a few after a few rounds it still kind of it still kind of brings up the debate whether folklore is better than 1989 because that one like I enjoyed thoroughly I think when because you know I couldn't help but also read other reviews of folklore mm-hmm. I think when they say that it's her best album. I think it's about the artistry. I think it's about the song. I think it's about the whole thing. Like, yeah. if you would if you would base it on how many hits would it get, how many songs would be hits in the album, I think it would be a failure if you base it on that. But yeah, if like, you base it on the quality of the songwriting mm-hmm. and the arrangements and the fact mm-hmm. that you know, she drew inspiration from everything around her. And the fact that she did it during quarantine, it is her best album. Yeah, so so like the is the instance kinda called for it to be really beautiful. Right. But it's right. Not... And I, right. And I think I also think that sh- the mood the mood that the album captured. Mm-hmm is also the kind of mood that we're all in now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really call for, I don't know, I, did, uh, was uh, was Chromatic uh, released during during uh, this COVID season? Lady Gaga's album? Was yeah. it released? Yeah, during? Chromatic was yeah. like during. Yeah, so for some reason, for some reason, I think nobody is in a dancey mood. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But I think folklore kind of captured that. Like, I mean, mm. of course, it's not meant to like uh, push us down to a you know into a spiral of despair. It, it wasn't meant to be that way. But I think I think I think that's what she's also feeling as well. So let's let's let you know let's uh, might as well be creative about it. So I think yeah. that's what she was going for. So yeah. it, it kind of went for relatability over, uh, I don't know, the the theatrics of Yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I think that's uh, what it's all about. So you, I think if you were, uh, if it were a five-star rating, yours would be like a 3.5. Yeah. Like yeah, 3.5. A little bit over the middle. Okay. Yours okay. would be like a, a 2.5. I'm a 2.5. <laughs> But but that's not that's not a low score. It sounds yeah. low because it's two. <laughs> but no no no, it's not low because I'm I'm okay with it. Like mm. yeah, I don't hate it, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, but I'm sure okay. the big Taylor's Taylor uh, fans out there, I'm sure they love it. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, pretty sure. I mean, yeah. if you are a if you are a Taylor Swift fan, you'd probably you know take this as a gift. Yes, because it was yes. totally unexpected. Exactly, and again, if you're a big Taylor Swift fan, you might as well get a copy, get the physical copy, because it has a 17th track. I think it's a hidden yeah. track. Like you have to, you have to play track 16 all throughout because it's like a, I think it's like a nine minute track. Wow. Okay. It's a, yeah, including it's a nine minute the... track, including the 17th track. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there. So a little tip. So you can only get it there. on the physical. Yeah. On the physical copy. So there. So that was our uh, review for Folklore by Taylor Swift. 
Yep. Uh, I hope yes. uh, you guys who are listening kind of enjoyed that conversation. <laughs> yes, I hope so. And if you didn't, I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah, but to anyone who's still listening up until this point, thank you so much. And if you guys have comments or questions, if you guys want to reach out, or if there's anything that you think we should review, you know, if you need a second opinion, whether it's a woe or a no, you can always just uh, catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at woe or no show. Well or no show. It's W-H-O-A, okay? So just a little bit of trivia. My whole life, I thought it was spelled W-O-A-H. Like, whoa. I've been using that <laughs> since high school. But apparently, the more common spelling is W-H-O-A. And the teenagers of today choose to use, use W-O-A-H. So apparently, I'm a teenager. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that's all. Yeah. So guys, But thank yeah. you for listening again. Thank you.